0: I got a
1: problem with what's going on, guys. This is Totally Blitz Podcast, the show where we're talking shots, smoke, and football. We're breaking down Super Bowl 56, and man, was it a banger? This was Paul Pickin' Winham Contra, and I'm joined with.
0: Your boy, Kev. <laughs> boy, your boy, a.k.a. the Donald Pye. Hey, my friend, Mia Bella. Know what I'm saying? We out here. Great feeling. Vibing, doing that thing. You feel me?
1: Oh, how was your Super Bowl 50s? Uh, how, how, how was your Super Bowl?
0: Very smooth and quiet as hell. I didn't do nothing but watch the Super Bowl that entire day. Literally, I didn't do shit. Didn't watch anything. Didn't nothing until the Super Bowl came on, and then I think I watched some Rick and Morty after that, and it wasn't long because that new season is not it.
1: Oh, I haven't peeped it yet. The season five. I wait. I know it's on HBO Max, and that's where I'm, I usually watch it on. So I usually have to wait a day or two. You know, know I like.
0: I'm, I'm a season one through three type of person. You feel me?
1: I feel now The classics are always usually better. I I actually haven't finished season four yet, but uh super Bowl fifty six we had man honestly, i thought it was a good game uh aside from everything i think we had a good like some defenses showing out some some plays on offense
0: You're coaching You're someone
1: coaching. not named a quarterback winning the m v p which is always kind of nice to
0: see greatest greatest wide receiver season i've ever seen, i've ever heard of
1: i've ever laid eyes on bro I uh,
0: don't know. All the other essays I've ever heard of is all I gotta say. Like, what is he?
1: Super Bowl MVP, problem. Offensive Player of the Year, second most yards all time with um, the triple crown. Yeah.
0: Don't forget the Yak Leader. No, the, the Yak apple.
1: Leader. Yeah. No, there's What's a hell of accolades. Um, one of the best postseason uh runs ever. Also as a wide receiver. Hey.
0: They say Bridges is nasty like that. Bridges is just really the way he can cut out his, break out his routes, and the fact that he can read beforehand. Yeah, like Monte Adams and um Aaron Rodgers, they have something special. With Cooper Cup by himself, is just something special.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna be fun to watch. I'm just man, happy Jared Goff's not there no more because like Cooper Cup was still beginning like 900 yards a game a uh, season. well like, oh, he's he's good.
0: He's he's all right. Bro, they finna quadruple team that man next year. He finna get Julio and Calvin treatment next year. Like what? Still gonna get, still gonna get at least fifteen hundred. But dang, hey, they finna, they finna, they finna gobble that boy next year. Watch Odell, watch Odell go for twelve hundred or thirteen hundred next year because they just gobbling Cooper Cup.
1: Not nah, facts, and they're gonna. Like, there's a lot of contracts to sign, a lot of names on the table, and the, you know, heard them boys. If we can get one back, why not run it back?
0: Said running back they even got to sign the coach, like they got a lot of money to spread around,
1: yeah. Um, but like everyone, if you haven't, we haven't told the score yet, but as everyone knows, and you don't know, Rams won on Sunday, it was 23 to 20. They beat the Bengals in LA back to back years. The hosting team winning a Super Bowl, second time ever. Uh, I mean, it doesn't sound as exciting no more, but. Matthew Stafford, I mean, there's been, what, three touchdowns, two picks. I felt like he he had, he made a few mistakes. And uh, you already hit it on it earlier um in the week when you said in the chat, the whole second half, he only really hit one guy. I felt like when Odell went out, their whole offense just kind of took a – I know it's a big blow, but their offense looked completely – they kind of looked pretty good the first drive. I know they punted, but then they come down six fast plays, score a touchdown, Odell. Who would have known Odell still had a little left in that gas tank, scoring that first touchdown of the Super Bowl?
0: I literally did. Like, I was looking like, what does that mean he's lost? Like, I was like, there's no way. He worked too hard during the offseason.
1: And uh, so – and but then, what was it, like this third drive? Like, right after that was when he went out. I know it was really – I think it was at the end of the first quarter where he went out.
0: I think he scored a touchdown, and then he had another – Another big play, and then I had to drive after that is when he got hurt.
1: Yeah, but from that moment on, I felt like the their offense looked kind of a little different. It, it, it looked a little bit more standstilly. stilly uh, They did enough to pull it out. I mean, bravo to that defense. If Cooper Cup didn't win the MVP, I felt like it should have been either Von Miller or Aaron Donald. Just uh, seven sacks as a team for 43 yards.
0: If Odell, if Odell had stayed in the game, Aaron Donald would have won that thing. Just the willpower that he has. The way that Aaron Donald played that game was amazing. Like straight up. Like Aaron Donald was really showing bull rushing. He showed, was showing you basics one-on-one and on how to do it. Aaron Donald was literally in the quarterback's face or opening a lane for somebody to get through. And Von Miller, he's so fast. He's so fast. So, so motherfucking, there's that their defensive. If it wasn't for the fact that Cooper Cup was the only thing that, the only thing smoking at one point in that on that that for that offense, like Aaron Donald really got that thing no problem. It just should be a situation where Cooper Cup get the get the trophy, but Aaron Donald get the car. Yeah. Oh. How
1: about the Bengals, Kev? How did you feel about um, watching Joe Burrow? during all young. These boys were banging all year. This is probably one of the funnest teams to watch all year. How did you feel watching them in the Super Bowl?
0: Better than you could have ever expected. Them boys were playing. The boys were winning. Like, they were winning. Like, if Eli, hey, what um, McCall Hartman say? Hey, man, if Eli Apple was a better corner, then the game wouldn't have touched on when he gets scored on him. <laughs> So like I love hey, it. I just saw that Odell catch again. That shit was nasty. But um so like at the end of the day, the Bengals played a fucking amazing game. They got sacked seven times and still will win it. Like this team doesn't stop. And like if he had more time, Jalen Ramsey was beat on that fourth and one. Like everybody posted the picture on Twitter. Like Blue to the beat, side. Beat bad on the floor. Fourth and one, they would have caught a game right there. So, like, the Bengals did way better. I just need them boys to continue playing like that, continue growing, and give them boys a motherfucking O-line. Eight O-line minimum in the draft this year. I don't care if you got to go pick somebody up off the streets. Hey, man. Paul, you start even to play O-line out there. Like, somebody, something has to do. I'll help my boy Joe out if I could. Joe shy, yeah. man. So, has to get, but they played amazing. Jamar Chase, great. T Higgins. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase is an interesting stuff, right? So everything, everybody played great. I think at the end of the day, Jalen Ramsey still played a good, not a good game, but Jalen Ramsey still won a lot of his matchups. He played well on a lot of position plays, but like it's a Super Bowl boy. And these, these they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't they don't, have, they don't do splash plays like the Cowboys. They make their plays splash. Like they do, they they do what they're not supposed to, especially with the three and a half seconds you get with that online. line. Like they make they make things a problem. I think Jalen Ramsey played well against all of them all together. Like he stopped the touchdown against T. Higgins. I'd actually just watch that right now. So like Jalen, but like he got beat in a couple of situations. So I think that team just played well. They played great. They stayed with it. They kept going. I think Joe Burrow probably could have got out the pocket a little more, maybe probably try to run it just to keep them um, keep the just keep the um pass rush consistent, keep the pass rushes, just um
1: keep just him keep honest.
0: Him, yeah, keep it, not just honest, because that pass rush is going to come through regardless, but just the key to keep the pass rush, like, give them somewhere new to look instead of right there in the pocket. Like, But um, I don't know what the football term for that shit is. I'll study it this summer. But the Bengals played way better than you could have ever expected. They played great. They should hold their heads high. They did great. Bengals fans, this ride was amazing. Y'all boys did y'all thing. I rooted against y'all every week. And I only got one right, and that's all that fucking mattered. Yeah, the Bengals need to stand up. And Jamar Chase is special. The shit he did in the Super Bowl was special. Like, they got talent for a while. They just got to keep everybody healthy and safe.
1: Yeah, T. Higgins, uh, four catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. He was the scorer of um, most – uh, I think all the touchdowns, actually. Yeah, he scored both the touchdowns for the Bengals. He – um. He dropped that other one from Ramsey style. Like he was potentially about to have that day. What do you think?
0: Don't forget about Joe Mixie throwing that thing to him. Like Joe Mixie put that thing up. Like it was a damn scot. I don't know what this
1: and was it was like. a great, a great read. Like a great, like uh like he was just wide open. Everyone bit on the Joe. Um, you're right there within the five. Great play call. And um, I was a little upset because I had almost a whole bunch of prop bets with Joe Burrow having at least two touchdown passes. And uh so Joey mixed and stealing one of them kind of, and he only and Burrow only ended a one. So I was on a, a lot of bad beats with that one.
0: You know but, what's funny about that, that that play? I thought the same thing. I thought Joe Joe was probably the happiest person. He was like, "Yo, good shit." I was like, "Them boys really just want to win."
1: Yeah, no, it's like every play doesn't matter. Like stats, fuck it. We're just here to play. We're gonna catch you off guard. Um, I liked how the Rams almost pulled off the Philly special with Stafford uh, with Cooper Cup throwing it this close. uh, It was almost in all the playbooks now, and I just like watching it. It's kind of fun. If it happens, shit. I want to see Lamar Jackson catch one of them, like someone really athletic.
0: Yeah, that shit would be funny. But he was – that was a nice play for them boys. But that's another sign that that offense was slow. That was, like, they were, like, sad that that play didn't work because they went for that shit on third down, too. And, like, I think the offense was slow, but, like, their play calling was very, like, it wasn't all the way there. Like, in my – and, like, just the way the momentum was going to keep it, they weren't doing that. It was, like, nothing was working. The run game was getting stopped every time, but they kept going to keep them honest. Kept going to keep them honest, so I respect it. But it was just, like, they kind of couldn't – they were you. They were going. They're they're doing safe second downs, but tricky third downs. And it was like you got no, you got no money. You got no money on second down for being for being safe. So now you're being tricky and gambling it all. Like come on, but you got to go all in with it. So yeah, this game was very good though. Like it was a great game, and like, but what? about How do you feel about Matthew Stafford's picks? Like how do you feel about his overall performance? I'm talking picks, though, first.
1: Uh the picks those are bad. Um, if I remember, they're both were on him. Like there wasn't like a a, a like a very bad. Uh, it and- bounced
0: off. It bounced off Brad Hand's breast skin. I don't even know Brad's name. It's like it starts with an S and a K. And,
1: like, yeah, he's uh something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, so like he um he bounced off his hands and he batted it up and it went to the receiver. But so that wasn't really that bad. But it was more like a. It was just the timing of the shit. You was yeah,
1: because one happened early and then the other one was the very first play out of half when you're already yeah. down and the other team just scored a touchdown to take the lead. Like it, it didn't, it was looking like Detroit Lions S. Matthew Stafford. Like the people who had a case against Stafford, that was like a per- picture perfect moment of just like, oh, this is why I think this guy's a bum. Like, look at this. Um, yeah. but I think. I you can't um reduce the whole game down to just a mere one or two moments. Cause it Oops. is a whole 60 minutes. It was those are bad, but like I said, cause every time I watch Tua throw a pick, what's the one thing? The one thing I give him credit is for is like right afterwards he comes down and he scores or he he leads a good drive um that's what he did after the first pick and then the second one he led a nice 10 play drive scored a field goal I know it's not a touchdown but I liked how he kept his composure and he wasn't scared because on that last drive he took him down 80 yards and the run game only got a total of 20 yards all game like there was no run game at all so it was all Stafford on his back and like you, you uh, know I people like, I don't know like he scored that touchdown and then I know there was a lot of laundry on the field when they got within the red zone and I didn't like it personally uh just because the they didn't throw what only two flags all game before that last drive and then they start throwing some flags here and there like a lot of flags in that last red zone trip but you, you can't blame Stafford for that like that's on the ref Stafford has no control over who's throwing the flags. so it, it, you can say he got bailed out but he, okay that's not his like you can't blame him for that one but I just liked how he he wasn't afraid to keep throwing it, even though he already threw those two picks, and he led him down on that last drive to take the take the lead within what the last um, four and a half minutes or so for uh, three. I just know it wasn't much time left on the clock whenever he scored. But it, it I won't say it was pitcher perfect, and it, it, a lot of people. I mean, I, I feel like he's taking a lot of the blame, but no one's saying anything about, because Sean McVay has a great running system. No one's saying anything about, like, where was Cam Akers? Like, he was making all that noise that he's coming back. Where was he? You can say the defense played well, but, like, you knew that was coming with that Bengals O-line. Like, you knew that was coming with that, that Rams defensive front. It could have been more, yeah, but... People, me and you especially, we made it how big of a deal, like, just getting to the Super Bowl is. So, and then he did it and he won it. And now it's just like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people are like, kind of just like, oh, well, you beat the Bengals. Well, he didn't have a, okay, that wasn't his fault that the Bengals made it for the AFC. I I think he played well, could have played better. He's not Tom Brady. He's not going to have a perfect game. He is a gunslinger, but. He he got the dub and at the end of the day, I know that's all that uh, Los Angeles cared about. Is like, did we win? Yes. No one's gonna care about the stats five years from now.
0: I think when you look at a single facts, actually, be Ben. But um I think when you um damn, that feeling special was close, but he was finna get his ass lit the fuck up. If he oh behind him. Up. He was finna get it from smack. But I don't think the issue was the fact that he, everybody, um, was giving him props for winning the Super Bowl because he did that. Like he went to a new city, did that. Brady did this thing last year, so that opens up a window for like quarterbacks. Like, yo, I don't have to sit there to go check out free agency real quick. Stop being loyal to a team that's going to drop you when you Look ain't around. got that no more. So. But I think the Bengals defense just played exceptional. Like they were probably the best. The offense played well, but the defense just played remarkably amazing. And like if you they really shut down everything.
1: Yeah, I actually um someone asked that question. Um, name one game in this postseason where the Bengals offense played better than the Bengals defense. And uh I was just like, damn, like I don't like, I think their defense kind of balled out every game and not saying their offense played bad in any game, but I just think their defense hit that, that stride. Nah,
0: no, 1000, definitely. And I think it's the same. I think that defense is really good. Like Zach Taylor's defensive mind is genius. Like you see what a defense did at Pat Mahomes, you see what the defense did at Ryan Tannehill, like their defense and their defense stays composed, like, and they're going against Sean McVay's crazy offense. Like, they played well. They they had pressure all over the place, and you have for the corners will get corners. Um, Bates got a pick. Vernon Hargreaves got a pass in, got a what? Um, a Thompson call. You know? Yeah, I'm like conduct or something. And slides. That and was that was booty. interesting. I didn't know that was Brandon Hargreaves. I seen it. I seen it on the um on the game, and I was like, that's funny as fuck. But when I when I watched it, when I heard it on Twitter, and I was like. That's crazy. <laughs> you know,
1: you are you have to be one of the worst corners where you are still costing your team yardage and you're not even suited up.
0: That's horrible. I, I feel like I'm not going to stand up, bro, because I did fuck with Bro when he was at UF. But
1: oh, I, yeah, UF fans, he still have to stand strong with him.
0: We played for the Bucs. I did look forward to watching that hit Julio and him and matches. That matchup with him and Julio. Boy, that boy used to eat.
1: <laughs> he he was that guy and there is a reason why um he was um drafted uh what first round or second round? I just know he was either the first or second corner off the
0: board. He was that dude, I'll it I think I drafted the same year as Jalen maybe.
1: But what else could we talk about? Cause I'm trying to think
0: for um wait got... What are you talking about? Whoa, game we ain't done yet. We still got some things to hit, man. Oh okay. What... That game was the truth, kid, motherfucking. How do you feel about the coaching-wise in this game? Because Zach Taylor, I feel like, coached a great fucking game. I think Zach Taylor just didn't have the O-line to hold up that D-line because, like, I feel like he, I, he might have a better. I would like to play calling a little better than Sean McVay's personally, but, like, I don't know. It really goes on in between the scenes and stuff like that. But that defense was the truth.
1: I think both coaches were hindered, but Zach Taylor wasn't hindered as much because Joe Mixon was at least getting some yards when he ran the ball, whereas John McVay was very hindered on first down. They're only getting one yard, or maybe not even anything. And uh, and he was he was going deep into his running back bag. He brought out Darrell Henderson, who hasn't had a carry. I don't since probably like week eight, week nine, from whenever Sony Michelle started taking over the running, uh, running. Uh, trio and they can like cam uh, makers didn't like and none of them did anything uh, sony michelle had a few carries they even had cooper cup on like a a little uh wrap around. like they were trying to get the ball to run because like stafford had a lot to carry and then um once odell went down i think it was just really just like sean mcveigh was scrambling not scrambling it was like a little mix of scrambling to find a tricky play to that will maybe work and catch him off guard on top of this trying to play an ultra safe game because he doesn't want Stafford airing it out because like this deep. he's seen what we see ten times ten fold he's on the field, and he's just like, yeah, I can't I like this defense on the Bengals is playing well. I can't play nothing too crazy like no. so um, the running game wasn't mm-hmm. working whereas Zach on the other side, Joe Mixon was doing pretty well, but and they were winning. It was a better – I think, yeah, you're right. The Bengals probably called a better game. But that defense, like it, the, Sean McBay was in either in his bag on defense or they're, the, the defenders just showed up to take heads today and they didn't worry about much else because seven sacks, like it's hard to get anything really rolling. You might get a 15-yard pickup and then get a sack for eight yards. And and then there's all your momentum. Like it's just uh, – it's kind of – it wasn't all, though. I will say, Sean McVay, though, that last play, I think you saw it the sound bite where he said Aaron Donald's going to go out there and get it. Like, he just trusted his players. Like, and I feel like maybe Stafford was even calling a player, too. Like, you know, it's just like he was just like, he seems like a player coach. He's young. He's just like, how do y'all guys feel about this? And uh, them boys did it. I think it was more about the Rams team and less about the plays that were being called for them, whereas the Bengals, their their, their coach is calling all the plays and it was and it was working and then uh the the Rams defense has made some plays when they needed to.
0: What's it, called? I I got a question. Shit. My favorite part. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, we'll talk about those. I got two points to talk about last because those are my favorite parts besides the game itself. You better not. You better not. But my fucking um <laughs> them um. How do you feel about Aaron Donald now that he has a ring? Because that was probably the only thing I was missing. I didn't know his resume was as nice as it was. Rookie of the year, seven-time All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowler.
1: In eight like, seasons.
0: In eight Like, this man is a true – Three-time MVP. Yeah, three-time defensive player of the year. Like, this man – this man is the truth. Like, I don't know what the greatest of all time, but I remember when J.J. Watt was doing his thing. I thought he was the best thing I smoked. And then Aaron Donald just has just, just been a consistent monster. But like, there's defenses just don't have an answer for him still. He probably has to work twice as hard as any other person in person his position.
1: In my lifetime, I think he's the greatest defensive talent I've ever seen. Um, JJ Watt was that guy. And JJ Watt, like, he was, he, pe- like Ray Lewis is the only other person I think is going to be in like with my lifetime that I've watched as in Troy, Paul Malu maybe and every, but like, I think it probably goes Aaron Donald and then Ray Lewis right after that. But Aaron Donald, the difference between him and the Watts is like he's on the inside. So for him to create so much havoc from the inside and uh, I also, I don't know if it's also his story kind of gets to me because they considered him undersized, and when they were drafting, and he wasn't gonna be anything special, and then he comes out, and he immediate no more Uno player on the field on defense, and uh,
0: wins rookie of the year. When yeah,
1: I think uh, I don't think he'll ever be considered the GO. I don't even if he comes for the next two years, win defensive player of the year. Um, I think that Lawrence Taylor is like kind of solidified, and there's even like. Lawrence Taylor has ascended just the football stardom and all that. He's almost like those like ghost stories. Like if someone was to tell you, man, I once saw Lawrence Taylor like flip a car over. Like he has those stories that go with him that like they could might they might not even be true, but he does he has ascended just being a football star. He's just now like he's he's a he's just the like the legendary feats that are this impossible to ever, you're never gonna get that. That Lawrence Taylor is solidified.
0: I do say that. I do give him that. I, yeah, I respect that. Like, yeah, I respect that to the, to the highest. It took Brady uh, to
1: get seven chips just to be considered better than Montana.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a fact. And I've never in my life ever once thought, <laughs> thought, like, damn, yeah, let's go watch some Joe Montana highlights.
1: Yeah. That, like that, Um, he's chasing a ghost. Like, how people consider LeBron and MJ It's just, like, the people, like, there's, stories that are, that are stuck with this man he's he's bigger than just the guy itself on the basketball or football field now he's like a legendary ghost of the sport my question for you is do you think this is joe Bur- like because uh carson palmer got a lot of no, no i i had to re- re-question it carson palmer got a lot of heat because all he said was I love Joe Burrow and them boys. I hope they make it back, but the organization has failed people time and time again. Joe Burrow should not just be thinking about the Super Bowl appearance he made, but more of like, is this organization going to do everything in their power to win with me? Or are they just here to like fill seats and like just keep shit moving in business? And people thought he was just hating on the Bengals, but I thought it was a fair point given the Bengals still don't have an indoor practice facility. And, like, they're, the, they're in the Super Bowl. And like, there's other
0: teams. Uh, like, uh,
1: like, people should be investing in this team, whereas, I don't know, is this a front office that's looking at this team like, oh, we had a good run this year. We sold a lot of tickets. We're going to sell borough jerseys. But, like, we're just here to make money and, like, don't care too much. I don't know. It's, it to be seen. But how do you feel about that? Do you think this front office is all in on the Bengals and going to another Super Bowl in the next few years and let's, let's keep winning?
0: I think just off the face that the no – I think uh, – it's tough. I think they're going to – I don't think they're going to – because the AFC is loaded right now. I don't think anybody's stopping the Bills from going to the Super Bowl next year. Just, like, if the Bills can come back motivated and dedicated dialed in like they were this year, and, like, they don't have to go up a level. They just can come dialed in and get that ball again at overtime. There's nobody that can beat them boys. Get one of these – you get one of these. See, like you get one of these. But we we'll talk about that in the season recap episode. But um, motherfucking, I think they can go again. And I think because this team's young, this team's special, this team's great. And they're on both sides of the ball. It's gonna get tricky when it comes time to start paying people. But like this team just has to stay together. They have to stay real, com- real, and uh, be real, uh, moving as real comrades and just living, doing things together and making their best moves because, like, this team's a good team. Like, it's a great team, and they've been screaming at it this whole time their team's young at the end of the day, even their coach is young. So this team can do what they got to do. I just like them boys to – um, just I just don't think that they should feel, like, solidified, like, yo, we're the team to beat now because you beat the team to beat. It's more like, yo, we're the young dogs, we're the young bulls. Like, we're still biting though
1: oh i like that and then on the my question for the rams is gonna be if they get stafford to come back and cup and like if they get their guys to come back do you expect cooper cup to have another season he and i'm not talking about triple crown winner back to back now but no. is he going to be solidified as a top five receiver every year and Uh, If no injuries occur and all that stuff, but like if it's if he keeps the Stafford connection, do you expect Cooper Cup going forward to be in everyone's top five wide receivers until like the next few years or so?
0: I think he's proved that he's probably special. And Larry Fitzgerald said it best that he has memories. Larry Fitzgerald has memories. Cooper Cup has hardware. So, like, whatever happens after (laughs) this year, the season is solidified and the season wasn't a fluke. Like, first off, Everybody, a lot of people that know receivers know who has been that dude. I didn't know he was like this, but I knew he was all right. But um, this man literally is willing that way to, def- not willing it, but he really just sat down and just ate. Because it wasn't just because they had a fluke season. They just kept throwing it up to each other. Nobody was guarding them. No, like them. they say him and Matt, they say him and Matt Stafford was in that bitch 5 a.m. every day getting it together, Ooh. figuring it out. That's why you can go to him every play in one drive. Cause like, boy, you trust them. Like the, this is what them work, this is what all them early them early mornings and late nights were for. Like, so I respect that the connection that they have with something so special. But like, it's gonna be tough to do all that shit again because they're gonna be guarding, bro. Like they gonna be guarding, bro. So you're gonna be the person that gets blanketed all the motherfucking time. Have somebody down low and up top. And I don't think that's enough to stop him because he's um he's so shifty and the way he can cut can he can he cut and the way he comes out of breaks is nasty. But I don't think this is a – it's just going to be tough to do this, those same statistics stuff again. But I feel like he can be the same dominant presence on the field without the same statistics.
1: Yeah, and uh, one thing about Cooper Cuff, and I'm not saying that he can't catch jump balls on a one-on-one in the end zone on a fade route or anything. But the one thing about Cooper Cup this whole season, no matter if he's been double team or triple team, especially towards the end of the year when everyone's like, all right, this guy's legit, let's start double teaming him. Uh, He's open on almost every damn catch he gets. Like, it is not like a, like he's on like Devontae Adams level of open and Keenan Allen. Like, he, he's not catching the ball on a jump ball. Like, he can I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying he has usually five yards in between him and the corner when he's catching the ball, and it's because of his that footwork. He's just he gets open on that break or the 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 little short screen pass where he's like makes you bite on that jump, and he just turns real quick and hit, and it's just like off to the races. And like yeah, like and he's not looking for a home run every play. He's smart like a Tom Brady quarterback. Like okay, we're gonna get seven yards of this play. We'll get three yards of this play. We're gonna get we're moving the ball methodically. Which is a lot scarier to defenses. Like A.J. Hawk says, if you're on a defense, if someone gets a big 80-yard play, you're like, okay, that was cool, but you're not doing that again. Our defense is solid. But if you're coming down and methodically moving the ball down to score, it's just like, holy, all right, we got to readjust everything because they're fucking moving the ball on us.
0: Nah, most definitely. And breath the truth, man, I'll give it to him. But I often get in my favorite parts of the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. Hit it. That
1: halftime show. I knew, I knew, I knew it. That halftime show was lit, and it's been, I think it's honestly the best one in the past five or so, ten years. I don't know when the last time I watched, I actually sat there and watched the halftime show and enjoyed it, and wasn't, like, kind of talking shit, like, kind of just hitting little dibs at it.
0: I ain't gonna lie. Shakira and J-Lo, they did their thing. I was in that bit thirsty. I was in that bit thirsty, I ain't gonna lie. But them boys was, first off, Dr. Drake put $6 million of his own money into this shit. Come on now. But the way first, and I was dumb drunk because I, I said, I'm going to take a shot every time Snoop Crip walked. Oh, I was gone. By the, by the time Still Drake came on, I, I was I was in this bitch. I was in this bitch, Kev walking, because I, I don't know how to Crip walk. Kev walk, bro. but that no, shit but was great. The way that they made, the way that they, everybody played their, like, iconic kids and the way they, they summarized it and the way they... The way they ordered it and the dancers, they had everybody dressed like LA um huh? LA, like real deal LA dudes. Um, it was great. Mary J. Blige, the Queen, Kendrick. When's the last time you seen a Kendrick, a Kendrick show? Come uh, on, now they all came like, in the surprise 50. I should have my pants when 50 came out, but I'm not even over the door. When that lose yourself Eminem came on, oh, I went crazy. I had to, I was jumping up and down. Maybe it was because that lick was in me. The hoodie was
1: on. That's the good M That's the end that people was fucking with. All right, keep the kamikaze to yourself.
0: You took the needle. I don't forget you took the needle. That
1: that boy the truth. Um, my, and- the the show was lit. I just thought I don't know. I'm not. I'm not hating on Fifty. I love Fifty. They were. They was up there. They said he was fine for his life bro. upside down. I, I can't lie. That was probably one of the funniest tweets I, I saw in all of Super Bowl. Like there were some funny tweets at the Super Bowl that wanna have you on a little laughing.
0: No, yeah, that it was funny as fuck. I thought it was I didn't think it was him referred. I thought it was like a video or something. I was like, oh shit, they really got 50 in this motherfucker. Yeah, and no, yeah, there was it and everyone's
1: uh, I don't know. I know I know you watched it. Uh you probably you watched it by yourself. You said this was um one where like everyone wanted to watch it in my house. And I heard other people say it on other podcasts. Like, and I was like, that's true. Like everyone, like, no, when the weekend performed last year. My dad and his brother, like, he didn't care. They left the room. They brought and like like, but everyone was like, Dr. Drace knew. Everyone wanted to watch it. It was almost like a concert, free concert. No one, it like, you know, con- yeah. it was like
0: 15 minutes. I was shook when I watched it. Cause you know how to watch it again on YouTube. Same, same reaction. Shit did not change even slightly. But um, that shit was fine. That boy Kendrick Freestyle forgot about Jay. Come on up. Kendrick forgot about Jay. That shit was clean.
1: And then they showed Jay-Z up there bopping his head. And it's it funny because he actually funny. wrote it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, that was the funniest part. I was just sitting there thinking, like, J-Lo over there, like, yeah, I get make sure, make sure, make sure I get my cut in here.
1: Yeah, Me personally, I know J-Lo and them had a good – I think everyone's had a good performance. But I think that was a Super Bowl halftime performance since Beyonce on Beyonce but she had the theatrics coming she went deep in her bag she had like a, a big show about it which is what it's supposed to be about everyone remembers the Prince the the Elton Johns the Michael Jackson's they had those big when people when people actually make a performance out of it and they're not just hitting their best hits catalog then like it, it was something to be watched and I I thought that was fitting for a really good game like LA LA did their thing that was a perfect they home run smash it. hit.
0: No that shit was fire as fuck. That shit was fire. I'm not gonna lie. But what about what about the big homie though? That my boy The Rock. That intro was fucking phenomenal.
1: Janae Aoki sung a song and then I can't remember the girl who sung the national anthem. But yeah now they had a
0: oh, you hit I seen somebody on Instagram that they hit the national anthem they went crazy.
1: Hey, they just brought the LA did the thing. Like, you want to showcase a new team? Okay, win the Super Bowl your first year.
0: And then bring out the at-
1: stars in LA because you know
0: who's hosting it? You are. <laughs> right. and, then, and then come through at the parade with a fucking pitch t shirt.
1: Yeah, and have Matthew Stafford look like one of the boys out there, just like Brady did. This classic, they did it perfectly. Wow, chef kiss. They, they had him lit, he was laughing. I don't know if you saw the video, but some girl like fell, and but and he was just like, oop, and it like got out of there. It's, and it was, it's been blowing up. And I, um, so he had that Super Bowl moment, just like how Brady was getting walked off. Like he, um, I think home run, if you uh, run into LA team, cause who's talking about the Chargers right now? Whenever, uh, and that was that, that's your biggest, I mean, the 49 is your biggest rival, but y'all did it. Y'all did y'all's thing. My, uh, what I was gonna say was, um. Uh, were you shocked that Cooper Cup won the Super Bowl MVP?
0: Not even slightly, because that literally that entire last drive was him.
1: That's true, yeah. No, he did get a – he only had eight catches, but I think he got like four of them on that last drive and, his last, and the last touchdown.
0: So that means he had two touchdowns all day? Like, bro, the truth. I just know that defense was so happy when they didn't have to worry about it, him and Odell. Like all you gotta do is worry about him and Van Jefferson. You can do something about that. But him or Van Jefferson, Robert Woods, Odell, um, what's their um their their tight end's name? They have a good tight end.
1: Um, it is I don't think he played uh I think it was Blanton who played this game. I think the other one sat – Uh damn, why do I, why am I blinking his name? I bet on him a lot this year.
0: Tyler Higby. Yeah, Tyler Higby, like when all them boys is in the game, it's going to be a problem. But Matthew Stafford still going to be throwing picks. <laughs> but um, hey, that's what I thought, man.
1: Yeah, well, before uh, we head out, because we're about to break it down, is there anything else you got to say about the Super Bowl, the halftime, or the parade that happened?
0: I'll say the parade for the recap, the season recap episode, but mother trucking. No, nah, that Super Bowl was great. This was a great year to start a fucking podcast, and that Super Bowl capped it off beautifully. Mm. Nice wow. cherry on top. Break it down for him, Kev. Yes, sir, man. But, hey, man, it's been a lot of motherfucking weeks in a row. I can't count because, you know, we used to fucked that a long time ago. But if you've been on this journey with us, we fuck with you the long way, bro. Cause this shit has been for real, for real. It's been great. We got nothing but mush shit coming for you. We got some behind the scenes shit coming for you, man. And then we probably finna take a little break, maybe one, two, three weeks on to hit you with a season recap episode, something like that. And then we finna fuck with y'all boys the long way. But shout out to Totally Blitz Football. This has been fucking Mm -hmm. great. We got more 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 and more on the way, man. And just know, that it's been another episode of Totally Blitz. your yeah, bitch. Problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting? Then my gang got tools. You could call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't nothing.